You're listening to Mary's Merry Christmas Podcast, Episode 7, The End. Hello and welcome. I am Mary, and this podcast is all about how I make Christmas truly the most wonderful time of the year. I hope you enjoy. We have come to the end of season one. I am so thankful for all the positive feedback I have received from so many people. I thought I would start this episode by sharing with you how the idea for this podcast came to be. My son Drew is a high school soccer player, and we do a lot of traveling for out-of-state tournaments and games. I really enjoy listening to podcasts and audiobooks while driving. One day I was thinking about topics that make me happy and that would be nice for both of us to listen to while on the road. Christmas came to mind. At the time I searched for Christmas, there were not a lot of options. That's when I had the idea to start my own podcast. I thought others might want to have something to listen to that's fun to pass the time or be inspired. I also want my boys to always be reminded of how much I have loved planning our Christmases over the years. And so here we are. I'll admit the technology was a bit overwhelming, but I considered it a challenge and I am proud of what I have produced. Now let's discuss some extra ideas for celebrating the most wonderful time of the year. This is a little thing, but I love saying Merry Christmas to people. I have noticed over the years that it usually brings a smile to the other person, especially the closer we get to Christmas Day. I used to worry about saying it in case someone doesn't celebrate Christmas, but now I'm just sure to add a smile and then get on my way. It is easy at any drive through business you go to to add it to a thank you. Give it a try. Now let's talk about Christmas fashion. Of course, I've been to an ugly Christmas sweater party, so I have a few of those, but I also have some cute Christmas sweaters. I have a fun pair of Christmas leggings that believe it or not, I got from CVS. I also love my Tom's Christmas shoes that are fuzzy inside to keep me warm. Amazon has every Christmas accessory you could want. It would be easy to get carried away, but I still stay true to my classic style of dressing with a little Christmas flair sprinkled in for a couple of weeks. It's fun. I do always keep a stash of Santa hats and light-up necklaces at the ready for random festive moments. I see a lot of people with antlers on their cars and even lights. I love to see those out and about, but I have not added those to my decor plan yet. My boys know this about me that I lose my mind when I see the first Christmas tree tied to the top of a car. It is a real sign that Christmas has begun. 
We have even tried to keep track of how many trees we see during the season. Your family might have fun doing that. I just love thinking about that tree and that family and how special it will be in their home with their decorations. It's the little things. While we're talking about trees, there are different things you can do every year to mix things up. Long ago, my mom started a Santa tree. It is full of Santa ornaments and is so special. Another year after we decorated our living room, I added some new ornaments to complement the new color scheme. My friend Christy always has several beautifully decorated and themed trees. Another fun idea is to have a vacation tree. Collect ornaments from trips and display the memories for years to come. One year we got a flocked tree. It looked like it was covered with snow. It was super beautiful, but super messy to deal with after Christmas. A one and done for us. As for lights, we use a lot. I love a glowing Christmas tree. We use white lights on our main tree. There are so many different styles of bulbs now. It's fun to mix it up for a unique glow, but I always keep it to soft white. There are also certain ornaments that hold special meaning. I love my Aunt Pat's puffy Santa ornament. I love ornament photos of my boys. I love the little felt red birds. In fact, I love them all, and I'm grateful for the memories they stir up in me. For many years, a group of my friends would get together for lunch every December and do an ornament swap. We would catch up and read a Christmas poem. Every time you heard the word left, you would pass your gift bag to the left and the same with the word right. At the end of the poem, you were surprised with a gift bag, the ornament inside, and who it was from. We need to do that again this year. The last thing I do before I go to sleep on Christmas Eve in the quiet of the night is to look around my home and take in the beauty. In that moment, I take some deep breaths and reflect gratefully on all we have done as a family. Then the anticipation of a magical next day and the exhaustion of the week lulls me to sleep. The gifts under the tree are part of the decor, and that is because of the wrapping. My Aunt Pat is the best gift wrapper. Her bows are legendary. She wraps gift boxes in advance in what we call soap opera wrapping. The idea is the gift box and lid are wrapped separately with a perfect bow placed on top. All you have to do to get the gift out is lift the lid. Easy, no mess, and beautiful. I don't have that talent, so I really appreciate it. Speaking of gifts, Andy's uncle has a tradition that is fun. Each Christmas, 
he sends the boys a lottery ticket. It's his signature gift and fun to anticipate a win. They always arrive on time for Christmas with a funny note. Something fun I set up every year is a Christmas puzzle. I leave it out and encourage the boys to help me put it together. Puzzling is calming and fun. There are lots of great puzzle options. I love getting puzzles from Hallmark and Barnes and Noble. Not only do I love puzzles, but I love games. One year, I made a game called Cousin Memory. I found pictures of all my nieces, nephews, and my own boys and printed four copies of each photo, all in the same size. I covered the photos with contact paper and cut them out. Then I had a deck of photos to play memory. Matching the cousin photos was super fun. Of course, you have to keep adding to the game photos with the new babies. I placed all the cards in a cute Christmas tin and printed a label on it. I gave them as gifts to the family. Now that the kids are all older, it's fun to look back and see how little they once were. Another way to reminisce is to create an Apple album. We have Apple TV and can watch our pictures scroll through on the TV. A couple of years ago, I made an Apple Christmas photo album. We play this on our TV during the holidays, and it's so fun to see photos of all the wonderful Christmases we have had. We do this for trips, graduations, and other holidays or special events. For this episode's yummy recipe, I want to share with you how to make a cozy Christmas simmer pot. In a saucepan on your stove, place the peels from one or two oranges, two cinnamon sticks, one teaspoon of whole cloves, fresh cranberries, just add about a half a cup for color. And the best thing is a small piece of your live Christmas tree. Rosemary will also work instead. Now fill the pot with water just until the ingredients are covered and bring to a simmer. Within about 15 minutes, your nose will be very happy. Keep checking and adding water every hour or so and enjoy. For this episode's Mary's Merriest Top 5, I want to share five of my favorite things to do around Atlanta during the holidays. If you're not in Atlanta, I'm sure there are things like this near you. Number five, Lake Lanier Lights. Here you can drive through miles of lights and displays and then visit a little village and shop. You can see Santa and have s'mores. Number four, watching the Nutcracker. 
My friend Liz and I took our little ones to the Fox Theater years ago to see the holiday ballet. The kids fell asleep before the end, but it was beautiful and a special memory. Now you can watch versions of The Nutcracker on TV and YouTube whenever you want. My mom and I saw the Rockettes Christmas Spectacular at the Fox one year. That was amazing. I've seen the show in New York City, too. Coming in at number three are tree lightings. We live close to an outdoor shopping area. Every year they do a tree lighting event with live music. Who doesn't love a good countdown? I also love watching the Rockefeller Christmas tree lighting special on TV. Number two, Christmas home tours. Every year in Atlanta, there is a different home. Well, mansion is a better word that high-end designers decorate beautifully for Christmas. This is a great event to do with friends. My friend Karen and I love giving each other experiences for Christmas. They're even better than gifts because of the memories we make. My number one favorite event is the Christmas Canteen at the Aurora Theater. If you want to be entertained in the most Christmasiest way, go see this show. It is a live performance that is fun, funny, and full of Christmas spirit. Some other holiday events are the Botanical Garden Holiday Lights event that I've mentioned before, Snow Mountain at Stone Mountain, and we've even been to Christmas at Six Flags over Georgia. If you can get to Disney World, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party is a ton of fun. And finally, I have to mention the Pink Pig. This was a special Atlanta tradition at Lenox Mall. You waited forever with your little ones to ride on a mini coaster with a cute pink pig on the front car that slowly went through cute Christmas scenes. That usually took place before or after your appointment with Santa at Phipps Plaza. Well, friends, this has been quite the episode. Stay tuned for a bonus episode coming soon. Please spread the word if you have enjoyed the podcast. And remember to follow me on Mary's Merry Christmas podcast on Instagram for photos and all things Christmas. Thanks for listening. I'll be back soon to share more Christmas magic.